to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm Julie Graham. And I'm Darlene Brock. And Julie, this week is... Let's say a fun week. It's the beginning of all of the holidays. Well, I guess Halloween's behind us, but I'm talking about the big ones. But like for real, for real, it's holiday season. Exactly. Um, I actually really love Thanksgiving. It's kind of my favorite holiday. Really? I know. It's weird. Um, Obviously, I love Christmas. Like, duh. It's a very close (laughs) second. Um, But Thanksgiving to me is one of my faves because it's the only holiday I ever spend with my family. Is it really? Yeah. I don't think I realized that. Well, you have to travel to do it, right? I, I do. Yeah. And you know, and we didn't really used to travel a lot for Thanksgiving. It used to be like every maybe two or three years. And so it was just really special when we actually did do it with my family. And so I've kind of, you know, in, in my new life, I've made the rule that yes, I will always travel to be with my family for Thanksgiving. And so we are doing that this year, going to be with my mom and stepdad in Michigan. And I know you've made a pretty serious commitment to that travel, Julie Graham. I have. Yeah. <sighs> you are going to be in a car for days. Upon days. Upon <laughs> days. Um, I keep dramatically saying it's a 10-day road trip, but it's actually only eight. But yep, um, we have decided, myself, my son, and my boyfriend, we are road tripping to go see my family. Uh-huh. And um, I'm not really a road trip kind of girl. I'm definitely a fly kind of girl. But, yes. But he wanted to take... The, the road and make it an adventure and try to stop along the way and do things. And I just kind of looked at him like, you've never done a trip with a kid, but hey. Yeah, we get we'll a five-year-old in the back seat. This will be interesting. <laughs> it will be a test of your relationship for sure. But for sure. you know what? Those kind of tests are pretty important when it comes to relationships. How, I, how I, do you do? Exactly. I said, well, this is either going to break us up or confirm that we're totally in the right place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and that's what we're going to talk about this week is how to deal with all of these holidays uh, that are coming up and all of the relationships that we're in, whether it's a husband, boyfriend, fiance, or mm-hmm. all of the relatives too. So it is it is a season of wonder and hope and pain and <laughs> emotional agony sometimes. And so stress, yes. we thought we'd just chat about that fun thing. There's just so much togetherness around the holidays, which can be so beautiful and lovely. And, and like we said, making great memories, but it also can be a little bit stressful. And, and we're out of our normal routine and we're doing you know, things that are on top of our regular schedule. We're spending a ton of money. Mm -hmm. We're maybe around hard people. And all of that can trigger a lot of stress um, and, you know, um, short conversations and things like that. But we want to kind of know that in advance and put some, you know, markers in place, some boundaries in place to help us really enjoy this holiday season with our special people. Yeah, and I think it starts with the closest relationship, and that will be your husband or your boyfriend or your fiancé. And this is a time where, you, like you, Julie, you're going to have to figure out how to work through these. And I, I think, and this is kind of my philosophy, is forewarning is an amazing thing in anything in life. But when it comes to the holidays, you can go to that person in your life and say, hey, for the next six weeks, I will be insane. (laughs) 
So <laughs> you, you just have been warned. Yeah, you have been warned. I will do my best to curb it, and we'll talk about that. But I'm telling you in advance, you may have a crazy woman for a little while. Exactly. And I think I think guys kind of look at you like, but this is the best time of the year. But they don't know how much work it is for the women. Exactly. It's so much work. However, we can't just excuse ourselves and completely neglect them for six weeks or, you know, let our craziness um, be un, uncorralled um, because we do. We want to be able to get through the season and know that we, you know, had quality, special, meaningful time with our special people. And we want to be able to make those memories. Well, and I think that's the important part. So uh, there, there's something we can do first other than forewarning, and that's sit down and talk about it. Just talk about what's coming up, what our priorities are. You know, have, if you have to, or maybe you should just decide to have a meeting. If you have children, involve them in the meeting, have a family meeting. If you're dating someone, say, hey, we're going out to dinner tonight. And while we're out, let's talk about the next five weeks of life and how we want to handle it together. I mean, that's one of the best keys to any relationship is communication is key and being on the same page. And if there's anything I've kind of re-realized in my new relationship is there's just such a different way that men and women communicate and we can make assumptions that of course he knows that I'm thinking this or that I operate in this way but no you literally have to say the words <laughs> you really do and you have they to d- communicate you do and you know like you said Julie we're really busy they, but they don't see it it's not even that they're often reticent to care about it, I think it's more, they really don't see it. They don't know what it takes to cook for whatever meal that you're doing. They don't know how much shopping you have to do to get the presents. They don't know all the decorating that goes on to put the house in Christmas order. They don't know the family invitations that go out. or the the school parties and kids' activities, all the things. Yeah. So give them a break. Don't expect them to be on the same page as you with everything that's coming up. I do think having that meeting, I remember Dr. Zoe even mentioned that that's a good way to handle um, just the stress of, you know, busy family to, to put a time on the calendar. And during the Christmas season, you're going to have so many events. Do you think that we need to like look at all of the events and then pick a few or? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that one of the things we need to understand is we will be different than that person in our life, whether it's our husband, boyfriend, fiance, we're going to have different priorities than they do. And in that meeting, we need to recognize that and not just go, what, what, you don't want to go to all that stuff. <laughs> we need to let them express what they want to be involved in. Yeah. It's, it's really kind of making a choice of how much can we handle? Um, do we want to work in quality time as a couple like are we are we putting off date nights for this you know 6 weeks or are we counting our holiday events as date nights i think that right there is one of the things you really need to talk about like we've got so many things going on during this season there's not going to be as much just you and me time is that something we're working in or are we just in agreement that after january 5th we can start having you know one-on-one time together that's a decision that you need to make as a couple yeah and compromise as in every relationship compromise what may be important to you he doesn't care about and vice versa so you have to figure out what matters to each of you and find a middle ground what else do we maybe need to discuss in this meeting if you have kids you know there's a 
budget involved. What? I yeah, that word. Yeah, I know. It's a painful word in <laughs> any area. But Christmas, you know, it just seems like it's harder to control and corral that mm-hmm. budget because your child wants these things and you found them on sale. And, <laughs> you know, so that means maybe we can get all of that. But mm-hmm. that needs to be a conversation too. Mm. Yeah. What are we spending? Who's getting what gifts? Do the kids get to choose? If you do Santa, all of that, you got the Santa gifts. So lots of lots of decisions there, and definitely you need to talk about that ahead of time. What about um, talking about how much you're spending or if you're doing gifts to each other? Oh, yeah. I think it's much easier when you're married. After a few Christmases, you kind of go, ah, oh, you don't have to buy me all that stuff. But I think when you're dating, this is a really hard one mm-hmm. because you kind of want to be really special to one another. Mm-hmm. So do you out-gift each other unintentionally, or do you go... Let's control it. We're yeah. going to these parties. We want to do these other things together. You know, a conversation needs to be had about that. Yeah, totally. The last thing we want to really, you know, kind of keep in mind as we're focusing on making sure our relationship doesn't get lost in the holiday hustle is to focus on making a point to thank him just for little things that he's doing in the background. Because we all know our men need to be championed, cheerleaded. He took out the trash. Yes, thank you so much, honey. That was huge. Yeah, I mean, and that's hard because you're going, of course you should take out the trash. I mean, seriously. There's extra trash. It's the holidays. Yeah, <laughs> really. So get over it and do it. But you're right, Julie. They need to feel special, appreciated. Mm-hmm. They need to have some attaboy. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. Even if you're going, you should have done that anyway, but it's okay. I'm mm-hmm. going to encourage you because they need to feel special when you're busy doing all this other stuff anyway. All right, so let's say we're, we've worked out a plan with the person in our life, and then we settled on gifts, we settled all on all of that. Then you got all the outside influences. You've got the office party, the friend party, the church party, the party party. <laughs> there can be a billion of those. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the person you, that is in your life loves them, and you don't. Other times, it's the other way around. You love them, and they don't. So... Mm-hmm. That you got to tackle that one too. Yep. So this one's going to be hard for me because you know I love all the things, um, and I've already started getting you know save the date type things, which has been really helpful because I'm starting to fill my calendar up, and I keep thinking, oh, I need to tell Donnie about some of these events that we're <laughs> going to or I'm going to. Um, but you're right. We really have to kind of sit there and decide how many can we handle, which ones are important. Um, and keep that balance between, you know, what's family, what's you and your significant other, what's required, and what has to be skipped for the sanity of the family. Well, and there's some parties you go, I don't really want to go to, you don't really want to go to, why are we adding this to our calendar? Yeah. And that's a, t- that's a tough one, because there are relationships out there that want you there. But you have to decide if it's important for the two of you mm-hmm. to participate in it. And what about like some real practical advice? Okay, you've decided you have to or want to (laughs) go to this thing. Is there some, you know, couple goals for how to navigate these parties? Because sometimes it is the work party. This is not the case in my life Um, (laughs) where you don't really want to be there, but you got to be there. And, you know, there's that coworker that you can't stand or maybe your boss gets really drunk and it gets awkward. Like what are some ways that you as a couple can kind of in advance help each other out? 
oh, to I, get through it. Yeah, I think this is a conversation before you ever get there. And if it's your work party, you know the people who will probably create some of your problems. The people who drink a little bit too much, or even if they don't, they're rather friendly when they shouldn't be. <laughs> um, or you know the ones who will just talk about the other people across the room mm-hmm. or just create a very uncomfortable situation. Identify them in the car on the way there. <laughs> Say, watch out for these people. Mm-hmm. You got your Instagram open and this is so-and-so and she tends to be like, yeah, definitely you want to give them a heads up so that they can be prepared. And maybe you need to work out some sort of code word or signal for when you need rescuing from across the room or just for when it's time to go. Absolutely. I mean, there needs to be that look across the room or just some signal that goes, help me now. Mm-hmm. And you need to do the same for them because they're sometimes they've never gone to your workplace before or been involved in with your peers that you're with every day. And you look across the room and realize they have just been cornered. <laughs> and they're probably being asked a million questions that mm-hmm. they don't want to answer and you probably don't want them to answer. Yeah. So rescue them as well. Speaking of kind of having that look of when you're ready to go, this is another one where I feel like I might definitely need to include in my, you know, pre-holiday meeting discussion. Um, cause I like to close the party down. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so you probably need to discuss with your partner, Hey, how long are you thinking we're going to stay at this thing? Yeah. And in addition to that, are they miserable three quarters of the way through? You might need to be a little cognizant of that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's called really paying attention to your partner's needs and really trying to compromise and meet them. So that's definitely part of what we need to be doing. Here's another thing I was thinking of. One of the things that a lot of holiday parties have is like a gift exchange. What if you can't agree on what you should bring to the gift exchange? Because I'm thinking that D is going to want to bring all of his homemade jellies because he makes jelly all the time. But I like to buy funny things. How am I going to handle this? Um, do funny things matter to you more than jelly matters to him? Oh my gosh, jelly matters to him so much. Well, okay. I think you got your Which answer is funny. there. <laughs> yeah, it is. So you've met all the needs there, Julie. <laughs> but that could be a thing, right? Yeah. You know, trying to decide what to bring to the party, what to wear to the party, you know, all of those things. It's just a matter of finding balance. And even what you just said. What matters more? It's the relationship matters more than the party you're going to, the event you're either giving up or agreeing to go to, even though you don't want to. The end of the holiday season, we want to be able to look back and say, we did all of the things and we still like each other. Yeah. I mean, the holiday season we're talking about is really just a month, five weeks, six weeks long, depending on what it's shorter this year with late Thanksgiving. Yeah. So... You have to be with that person the other 11, 10 and a half, 11 months a year. So doesn't that matter that you don't want that period of time to cause harm to the relationship that you have all year long? So true. All right. Speaking of relationships that might cause harm, let's transition into you're probably going to be spending time with your relatives, his relatives, and some of them might be a little bit difficult. No, really? Just like maybe one person listening <laughs> yeah. to this show has one difficult person. Yeah, and it could be like a mother or a father of one of you, mm-hmm. you know, or it could be a sibling or an uncle or an aunt. So we all have them, Julie Graham. We all have relatives that cause challenges. And it seems like this time of year, we see them a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we need a game plan for this because we need to kind of be a united front with our partner to say, hey, you know, Aunt Sally always finds a way to get under my skin. I need you to know that about her and I need you to help me. And, you know, this is, these are the kinds of things that might happen and how I tend to react so that, again, you're forewarned. Yeah, for sure. And I think you need to start by going, this is a limited period of time. We can virtually do anything if we know it has a beginning and an end to it. Right. And it's So not it's only forever. a 10-day trip for Thanksgiving with your family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 10 days is a little bit long. But... Okay, it's eight. <laughs> yeah. And part of that is the drive there and back. So it'll be four days with my family. And my family is lovely, so I don't think he's going to have any problems. Um, okay, Julie. <laughs> yeah, I, you're, I know your family is lovely, mm-hmm. but you're... You know, we all need to understand that different personalities react differently. So Mm -hmm. that caveat comes in as well. But it is a limited period of time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you enter it going, it may just be Thanksgiving Day or it may be a whole week trip together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, make the best of it. Don't think it's a terminal illness. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's just a really good reminder of like, okay, this is, you know, this is a three days. We can get through anything for three days, Um, you know, almost kind of like agreeing to take on the challenge together and do whatever you can to come out the other side if you know parts of it are going to be difficult. Well, and what you just said is plan ahead. Mm-hmm. I think that's that is really important. Whether it's as simple as if my mom says you need another piece of pie, eat the daggone pie <laughs> because that's her love language. Mm-hmm. She's telling you she loves you. So, you know, just loosen the belt, consume the pie and move on because that matters to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know what your family or whoever you're going to be around, you know those things that they are going to do, and you just need to prepare your partner and, you know, in advance kind of have suggestions on how to handle it. And if he messes up on the things that you told him you really needed him to do, you also got to be there with grace for that. Oh, you do. Because he's maybe never been around these people. Yeah, which is a whole nother thing. If you're in that situation where you're just introducing this person to your family, you need to give both sides grace. Mm -hmm. You need to say, he's not going to do everything right, and they're not going to think he walks on water, and they're not going to do everything right, and he's going to go, really? Your uh, uncle so-and-so said what? Mm -hmm. You know, whether, unfortunately, this time of year and this time of life, You know, you have political arguments, you have faith arguments, Mm -hmm. you have all these diverging attitudes and opinions that enter the room at one time when your whole family gets together. So you kind of have to navigate all of that. Yep. Well, what about if you have been married for 10 years and your husband still does that annoying thing with your annoying uncle? How do you give him grace in that scenario? Mm. Well, again, it's only one day. Mm-hmm. So your husband can be annoying on one day. Actually, he's probably more than that, as are you. Valid. Yeah. Um, but you can give him grace for that day and just ignore it. Mm-hmm. If the same thing happens every time you guys get together, it's not worth the battle, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. It's not worth the uh, problem you would create with your husband because of this one person that he cannot help but argue with yeah. every single time they get together. So that whole it's one day, you also need to apply to giving him grace if he can't do it the way you want him to do it. Because don't we always have a certain way we want our men to react and to act? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And so maybe we hearts. should stop that for one day. There, there you go, Julie. <laughs> I think that's a great suggestion, at least for that day. Mm-hmm. If not, you know, pretty much all of life that you need to have your expectations real and love every good part of them and then let the other things go quite often. Yep. So what about how we handle our kids in the interactions that might be difficult with some of our family? You know, if we have that mean grandmother or, um, you know, bitter sister-in-law and they just tend to make everyone uncomfortable, how do we protect our kids from that? Because a lot of what we want at the holidays is for our kids to enjoy the magic and the wonder and the memories and the moments. And so what's our role as a mom protecting our kids in this? Well, there's nothing worse than seeing, let's say, a 13-year-old girl who is insecure about everything in life. I literally just almost sighed out loud just thinking about being a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. Struggle. It's it's awful. So your poor little girl who's already struggling with who am I? I don't feel good about me. I'm angry at you. I'm angry at everybody. Mm -hmm. And I still don't feel good about me. Mm -hmm. Entering that arena with the negative female, whether it's a grandmother or an aunt, who picks at them. Mm. And your poor little girl is just all of the insecurity that, that is there completely comes unglued. Yeah. You know, do your best not to let it happen. Mm. I'm going to be honest here. You need to watch for the women in your family that you know have their own struggles and the way that they deal with them is by trying to hurt someone else. Yeah. So you know it could be coming and protect your little girl from that. Protect your husband from that. Yeah. Um, you know, in, advance it a little bit. Say, you know, if so-and-so says that to you, ah, she's just not having a good day. You need to know that's what's going to happen. And give them some forewarning in that too. But be there as the wall between the hurt and the pain. So you're almost even kind of saying you probably need to have that pre-conversation with your kids if they're old enough. You know, I'm not, yes. I'm not going to be talking to Lincoln who's no. five about, <laughs> you know, if there's someone who might accidentally say something silly, but I am going to watch for it. And if those things happen, then I'm going to pull him aside and make sure he, you know, is on my level eye to eye and let him know that he's great and he's awesome and I love him and I'm happy we're here together and really try to, you know, address those potential wounds right away um, so that they could be lessened. You know, as we're talking about the difficult people that we're dealing with at Christmas or just during the holidays, um, you found a really good quote that kind of hits on all of those feelings and emotions. You want to share it? Oh, I sure do. I couldn't help but pull this one. A lovely thing about Christmas is that it's compulsory like a thunderstorm, and we all go through it together. <laughs> that makes me think of Lincoln. He always talks about Hurricane Irma and how it was a hurricane adventure. And so maybe we just need to look at this Christmas season as a Christmas adventure. <laughs> there you go, Julie. Or our Thanksgiving trip. This is going to be a Thanksgiving <laughs> an adventure to remember. And I think there's something that we have to go into life with our eyes wide open, and that is in today's world, there are people who can harm your child sexually, whether it's innuendo or something else. And you, you'd like to think that isn't anybody you're related to. That's not, it is, it is actually very often it is. So your radar needs to be out with your family too. You need to watch for signs of things that are inappropriate and make sure that you keep your little ones away from that. That's a really good word, Dar. Thanks for that. All right, what else do we need to cover on dealing with difficult relatives? 
Brush it off. Mm. Shake, shake, shake it off. Yeah. There you go. People are going to say dumb things. And it's not everybody else. Sometimes, Sometimes it's, I do. Yeah, it's us too. We're, <laughs> we're, not, we're not immune from doing or saying stupid things or antagonizing without even meaning to. So, you know, like you hope the people who love you brush off your statements, you mm-hmm. need to do the same with them. Well, and the truth is, is we need to be prepared for the fact that we might say something because we've been triggered by all of the stress of being around the difficult people. So I got to be able to brush off what's being said to me. And then I'm hopeful that my partner will also brush off what I say in response to what's happening around us. So it's just, it's going to take a lot of grit and grace to do this holiday season well. But hey, reminder, it's in you. You have it. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're, we're focusing right now on the negative stuff. Well, you know, in a group of people that are your family, I would say there's at least 70, 75% that you absolutely adore. Yeah. You know, there's only a few, and maybe you adore more than that. There's Mm -hmm. only a few that create the havoc or the problems Mm -hmm. or the concerns. So this is a wonderful time to get together. Look for the good, the fun, the treasured moments, the Mm -hmm. conversations that you can have that you may not see them for a year. Truth is, you may never see them again because life creates loss. So this is an opportunity to create some wonderful memories with people that you love. I mean, that's a lesson I need to remember all the time in everyday life, not just at the holiday season, that... There's plenty to be frustrated by. There's plenty of, you know, relationships that maybe are strained or difficult and it's easy to get focused on the negative things. But especially this time of year, this is, I mean, Thanksgiving is about being grateful. You know, Christmas is about the greatest gift that's ever been given. And it's actually not about all the presents and the parties. We need to remember that this is a time to be grateful for the gifts we've been given um, in faith and in family and in love and in in relationships. And so we want to look for the good things, um, even in the difficult people that we might be spending time with. And also make a point to look for the good things in the people we're so happy to be spending time with. Absolutely. And I think creating memories, whether it is, you know, maybe our family, we're big on board games. We'll break out board games. We will play for hours. We're Mm -hmm. competitive. We laugh. We scream. We do it all. But it's fun. Those are perfect memories. Mm -hmm. You may be the flag football family Mm -hmm. who goes out and plays football. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I think Mm -hmm. I could see you as the cheerleader on the sidelines. What do you think? Go, Dottie, go. No, I'm the marching band. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's get out that (laughs) instrument. Um, But, you know, create memories of things other than just eating all the food and hanging out. Create moments where you're enjoying time together. And it might serve as a distraction for the difficult people, but at the same time, it serves to create wonderful memories that you will treasure forever. We hope that these practical tips and real life examples of how you can enjoy the chaos in the midst of the holiday season set you up to enjoy special moments and memories with your important people. So we're going to say in advance Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We want you to enjoy every single one. But Julie, like all, we need to end this one with a quote. Oh, I found a good one. Here it is. It's from Peg Bracken, and she said, Gifts of time and love are surely the basic ingredients of a truly Merry Christmas. So here's to a holiday season of grit and grace. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project online magazine. Whether you're listening in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or streaming the show, be sure to take a couple moments to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss the next episode. You can also share the show with a friend you think might enjoy living a Grit and Grace life with us. Every week we share all the details on everything we discuss in the episode at thegritandgraceproject.org. We'll catch you on the next one.